Hello and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today, the Doc is in to answer the question, what is God's view on abortion? Let's hear what he has to say. So I was asked the question, is it okay to get an abortion? I'm going to rephrase the question and answer it at the same time. And let's do the question, what is God's view on abortion? And obviously, if we're desiring to live like the Lord Jesus calls us to, and like Scripture directs us to, then God's view on abortion should determine on whether or not we would ever get an abortion, or whether abortion is right, or whether abortion is wrong. So when we consider God's view on abortion, we must go to the Bible, because it's in the Bible where we learn who God is and how God thinks. Uh, We learn what His Word says. The Bible does not speak directly to the issue of abortion. You won't technically find the word abortion in the Scripture. However, there are numerous passages in the Bible that make God's view on the topic very clear. Before we look at a couple of these passages, let me first say, based on testimony, there are many inside the church that have actually had an abortion. And what I've learned through discussions and also research and study is that when an abortion takes place sometime, if not instantly, in the future, there is mental, emotional, spiritual, and in some kind, in some cases, physical trauma that women who've had an abortion suffer in their life. Most women at some point in their lives after an abortion has taken place face very real and heavy internal challenges. And abortionists rarely, if ever, prepare ladies for such trauma that they're going to deal with in the future after having had an abortion. Understanding that abortion is rampant. Uh, There have been more babies aborted than loss of life in foreign wars from the beginning of our country. We've killed more babies through abortion than we've lost soldiers and civilians that worked along soldiers in all of the wars and conflicts that America has faced since the founding of our country in the 1700s. So abortion is rampant. With that said, if you've had an abortion or you know ones who, who know someone who has and you've been working with them, please know that God offers healing. None of us are perfect. Uh, we all have a past. We've all made some type of decision uh, in one level or another that we've not been pleased with and have caused pain deep inside. Please know that God offers healing beautiful passage to read on that is Psalm chapter 51. Uh, Perhaps you'll remember King David after having committed adultery, um, orchestrated uh, the murder of the husband of the lady he committed adultery with uh, in hopes that he could cover up his adultery uh, but to no avail. It left him really empty. It left him in deep spiritual, uh, mental, and even physical pain as a result 
uh, he went before the Lord and just truly confessed that he was wrong. And as a result, God filled him with love uh, and with peace and with strength and with healing. So if you've had an abortion or no one know someone who has, uh, please remind them that God is a God who loves and who forgives uh, when someone comes clean. So if you need to, go before the Lord. Now, with that said, let's look at a couple of scriptures that help us understand God's view on abortion and that His view is that abortion is wrong. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, the prophet writes, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So God said to the prophet, and so the Bible says to you and me, that God forms us in the womb and even in the process of this forming, that we are in relationship as a part of His creation, and He as our Creator, we are in a somewhat unique relationship between Creator and His most prized creation, and that's humans. So at conception, life begins. If it did not, we wouldn't be in relationship. But because we're in a unique relationship, with God, it's clear that life begins at conception. King David elaborates on this a little bit in Psalm 139, verses 13 through 16. He says to the Lord, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, that'd be referring to the womb, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. That's a reference to the womb. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Friend, this is specifically talking about the creative work of God in the creating of a human life. And when an abortion takes place, someone is interrupting the very creative work of God. Uh, to have an abortion is to put one in the place of God and determine whether or not that little baby would have life or not have life. This is only or should only be the work of God. And when someone steps in, and has an abortion, they are claiming to know better than God. The decision of whether or not to have a baby or not have a baby should take place long before a baby is actually made. It should take place uh, when someone determines whether or not they would be physically involved with someone of the opposite sex in a way that a baby could be produced, not after the woman is inseminated and impregnated. This should be a decision that only the Creator makes about His creation. If we continue in the Psalms, we look in Psalm 127, we learn that the Bible teaches that those who have children are blessed. The psalmist literally says, blessed is the one whose quiver is full it says, children are a gift from the Lord. 
So the idea is that with every child that is born, a family is blessed. So more children would even mean more blessing. So we need to be sure that we don't interrupt the creative work of God and the blessing that he wants to pour out on individuals and families. Now there has been the question, well, pastor, what happens uh, if a person is raped? Uh, would it be okay for them to get an abortion? I don't believe that's the case. Uh, there's no clause in scripture that would indicate that the reason a person is impregnated should determine whether or not they would give birth. Uh, the unborn baby inside of the woman who had been raped cannot determine how or why the mother was impregnated. Uh, the baby is still a real human being with a real life and the only real voice that the baby has that matters is the voice of the mother who will ultimately determine of whether she will give birth or not. A baby should not be murdered because of rape. Two wrongs don't make a right. Statistics reveal that only 1% of all abortions that's ever taken place legally and been recorded are a result of rape. So this is a very minor reason based on statistics and volume. However, rape is a horrible, horrible travesty uh, that is perpetrated on a female and in no way is rape ever right. And I want you to know if you're listening to this and you've experienced that, I hope that you would go to a counselor and that you would get the proper help you need so that you could find healing uh, from the inside out for the heinous crime against you and your body. But do know that rape is no reason, biblically speaking, for an abortion. There is still a life, an innocent life, uh, in the womb uh, as a result of a rape that deserves to be able to have an opportunity to live and to w one day know God in a very real in personal way in the manner of salvation. Another reason proponents of abortion say that abortion should be allowed is when a mother's life is at risk. Please understand that a mother's life is extremely valuable, but the potential of losing a life is not a reason to take a life. Again, statisticians say that less than 1%, not 1%, less than 1% of all recorded legal abortions were because a mother felt that her life was in danger. Certainly, if in a position like that, there needs to be much prayer uh, for the mother uh, that her life would be spared, but even in the potential that it would not, it does not give a good reason, a biblical reason, for a baby to be aborted. We don't uh, kill one life in order to hopefully spare another life. Because God is the author of life, we simply place both of those lives, the mother and the unborn baby, in the hands of God and we trust Him with the results. Abortion is a very tough topic, but when we look at the scripture, it is clear 
that God desires that in all cases we would choose life and we would allow his creative process to take place in the little baby to be born and experience life outside of the womb. If you're struggling with this topic or you've had an abortion and are struggling with finding healing from that abortion, I hope you'll contact my friends in Oklahoma City at Hope Pregnancy Center. Uh, their north office is area code 405-755-5433 and lean on them and they will help you process wherever you are in relation to this topic of abortion. Uh, if you're not in the Oklahoma City area at Hope Pregnancy, if you call that number, uh, they will have a number of a center very much like theirs in a city near you so that you can get the help wherever you are in the world. Whatever you do, as you move forward, I hope that you'll always remember that God loves you and so do we. Hope you have a great week. Thank you for the question. I look forward to answering more in the future. God bless. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com.